So this summer, uh, I took a DNA test. Dr. Dehart was telling me she took one, and I was interested. Uh, I'm not going to go through my background. It was pretty interesting. I'll share that maybe some other time. But they send you these traits, and it's kind of it, it was interesting, and I was excited to see what my DNA results were and what they thought of who I was based on the test. So I want to share some of those with you. And this first one is hair loss, male hair loss. I'm going to read it for you. It says, Garrett, your DNA suggests you have, sorry, or may pass on a higher than average chance of hair loss. That's terrible news, ladies and gentlemen. I am not ready to join the Dr. Best, President Smith group. I'm not. It's Dr. Roush. He's in that group, too. My hair is thinning. I am likely going to lose my hair. Hopefully, it takes a while. Okay. The next one says, sweet sensitivity. Garrett, your DNA suggests you're extra sensitive to sweets. So actually, that's a generic photo they use, but that chocolate sprinkled donut is my Achilles heel. If it's got sprinkles on it, I want it. Sprinting. Garrett, you don't have the sprinter gene. They could have said, I'm sorry, Garrett, you don't have the sprinter gene. No. You don't have the sprinter gene. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Next, endurance running. Interesting. It says, Garrett, you have some DNA differences commonly found in elite endurance athletes. So lately, I've started to just tell people I'm an elite athlete. I dropped the endurance because it's elite athlete sounds better. Anyway, your athletic director is an elite athlete. I want to tell you some stories about myself. When I was a freshman in high school, I was about 5'7", 110 pounds. Not the physical beast I am today, but close. I went out for football as a freshman. Because in my town, you go out for football. That's what you do. My dad was a football player, basketball player, track. He, he was a great athlete. So I went out for football. And the movies are real. Like when you see little dudes get tossed and destroyed, that actually happens. I got destroyed in football. I remember this senior, he drilled me into the ground. And he like, he didn't need, he already shoved me to the down. And then he jumps and shoulders me, like spears me into the ground. Then he stands up and he goes, boom. Have you ever had a cleat, like, near your face? It stops because your face mask protects you, but you see cleats? I was scared to death. So I finished the season, because I'm not a quitter, but I realized football was not for me. So my sophomore, junior, and senior year, I joined the cross-country team. Let's hear it over here. This is me in cross-country. I looked at these pictures, and I was like, I might have been more successful had my eyes been open. <laughs> I really didn't understand why, why every picture has my eyes closed, but I loved cross country. The thing is, is I was actually good at it. I have the endurance of an elite athlete, we found out. The thing was, is I was a great hill runner. I, I did okay on flat ground, but when, when it came to hills, I really, really ran well. And the other thing was, is I had a kick. That was phenomenal. It was like, and the truth is, is, I don't know, it's been a long time, I don't like to run anymore. I, I play basketball to, to get my running in. But there was a distance where my coach would say, it's go time, Garrett. And it, 
I would just go to this next gear. And I, that's what I, that's actually why I ran, just to get to the kick. Because then I passed people. And if you're a runner and you're passing people, you're looking and they're dying, and you, there's this feeling like, I got you. I, I own you. Now, if you're the one getting passed, I'm sorry. That feels terrible. It does. It's awful to watch people pass you and the finish line's right up there. But I had an amazing kick. There's this story. One week, I watched the movie Steve Prefontaine. Steve Prefontaine was an amazing athlete from Oregon. He, he set tons of long-distance running records. He ran in the Olympics. I watched this movie, and I was so focused, and I wanted to, I wanted to crush my record. I wanted to get the highest medal that I'd ever gotten. So here's some quotes from Steve Prefontaine, because he, he was phenomenal. Unfortunately, he died in an automobile accident at 24. His career was cut, cut really short. But here's some, here's some quotes from Steve Prefontaine. It says, to give anything less than your best is to sacrifice the gift. What you guys have, your talents, your skill set, those are gifts. And to give anything but your best is to sacrifice that. The next one says, no matter how hard you train, somebody will train harder. No matter how hard you run, somebody will run harder. No matter how hard you want it, somebody will want it more. And he says, I am somebody. That was Steve Prefontaine. He was going to outwork everybody to be the best. The last one says, I can endure more pain than anyone you've met. That's why I win, because I can endure more pain. So I watched this movie, and I was so set on having the best week ever. And uh, it's race day. It's chilly, which if you're a runner, you like to run in a little chilly weather. I did at least. And we're on a hilly course, so I'm feeling good about this setup. We get halfway through the race, and I'm doing great. I'm passing people. I'm in a good position. And all of a sudden, I get this terrible cramping feeling in my stomach. And the truth is, is I had ate well all week. I would ate well that day. I had trained really well. But all of a sudden, my stomach hurts so bad. And I'm like, just, and I'm slowing down because it, it, it hurts. I'm sure you've felt that before. And I'm like, just push through it, Garrett. You got this. Steve Prefontaine, give it all you got. You can take the pain. So I keep going. And I'm like, this ain't going away. I, I, you know, I'm not sure what I can do here. It hurts so bad. And I remember like yesterday, I'm running and we're on a golf course and I can see the clubhouse and it's a ways away. And the course actually turns this way away from the clubhouse. And I have to decide, this is an emergency. I got to go to the restroom. Am I going to quit the race and go to the clubhouse or am I going to keep going? And I'm telling you, the pain was severe. And it came on in an instant. And I told myself, I was like, Garrett, and this is real quick thinking, but I had this conversation. Did you do all this just to run this race and for it to go exactly the way you expected it to go? Was that the only reason you were going to give your all was because you had an expectation and it had to follow that? And I said to myself, no, I'm not learning anything if I just quit when this whole week it was about giving everything I had regardless of the circumstance. So I turn the corner and the clubhouse is long gone. And I decide I just got to go. Yes, that, it is funny. It's gross. And I did. And some of you on a cross-country team, maybe that's normal. I don't know if that's normal or not. But I went and I felt way better after I went. And I finished the race. And I got 10th place. 
out of 11 people. I'm just kidding. There was a ton of people there. I did really well. I got 10th. And I just share that story because I think in all, the world today tells you if things don't go your way, quit. Go do something else. And I'm saying, have you put in the effort? Have you tried? Have you pushed? I want to share another story with you. This is my wonderful wife and I. So this picture on the left, this is our, our marriage day. I look like I just graduated kindergarten. I'm not sure I was even legal to get married. And my wife's older than me, so she probably should be arrested for that. But anyway, this was us two weeks ago on a cruise. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about my wife. She was a freshman in college here at York, and she got a call that said her mom had passed away from cancer. I know we've had some students who have experienced that same thing, and I, I can't fathom that, that moment, but my wife went through that. She then, I don't know, nine years later, her dad worked here at York. Her family loved this place. He died of ALS. Your body shuts down. Your muscles shut down. He's there mentally, but he can't move. He can't speak. And eventually, you, you suffocate and, and die. And he, great man. He didn't like me that much, but he was a great man. She, and, she went through that. And then, about six years ago or so, I really messed up in my marriage. I broke her by decisions I made. I broke my kids. She had every reason and every right to leave me, and people would have understood and agreed with her. And she, uh, she said, Garrett, I love you. I don't want, us to, I don't want this to end, but you got to go to counseling. We got to go to counseling. You got to be truthful. You got to be faithful. You got to be honest. You got to lead us to the cross. You got to show us Christ. You got to love me and be honest with me. And I said, I love you. I'm in. I'll do it. And ever since, our marriage has been way better than it ever was because of Christ and because of my wife showing me grace and forgiveness and mercy and love. Last year, my wife was told that she had a brain tumor and that it, had, it was growing and it had to be removed. So last December, she had a brain tumor removed. Scary. She was probably the scaredest. She's, I know she was deathly afraid to have your skull opened up and your partially your brain removed. It went really well, but the, the neurosurgeon says, hey, the make of this tumor shows us that it, it likely is going to grow back. That's devastating news. But I want to tell you that my wife has fought through all of those traumas and wounds. And I'm not telling you she hasn't had bad days or she questions why her, why her, why her. But she's still fighting. She still has faith. She still loves Christ. She's going back to school here at York to finish her music ed degree this year. Her life isn't stopping. She's pushing forward. She is my hero. I want to share one more story with you, and then I'm going to wrap up. God said, sent his son to earth to die for us. We needed a perfect human to go to the cross and die for us. But also, Jesus was sent to earth to teach men and women to share his truth to the world. Jesus, he 
He fed thousands with five loaves of bread and two fish. He healed the blind. Uh, he gave people, um, people who were paralyzed, they could walk. He raised a kid from the dead. He raised Lazarus from the dead. He walked on water. He calmed the storms. He did miracles after miracles that were incredible. But you know what? Those don't connect me to him. There was this moment where he knew he was going to be arrested and killed. And he goes to his friends and he says, my soul is overwhelmed to the point of death. Jesus, the guy who did all those miracles, tells his friends, my soul is overwhelmed to the point of death. And then he goes to a garden and he kneels down and he prays and he says, God, is there any way out of this situation? I don't, I don't want to be killed. I don't want to be crucified. Is there, is there a different option? The Son of God with all that power is in pain and he's asking for a different way. He wants a different solution to saving us. And he realizes that his purpose was to die for us and to raise on the third day. So he says, Father, I get it. It's not what I want, but it's what you want. And he gets arrested and he gets beaten and he gets crucified and he raises on the third day. What does this mean? This is what I want to encourage you with. Your life is not going to always go the way you expect it. There's going to be ups and downs and there's going to be moments where you want to quit. And I'm going to tell you, keep fighting. Keep living. If you don't get the starting spot, find out what you got to do. Put more time in. Work harder. Get in the gym. Do what you got to do to get where you want to be. Don't just quit. If class is hard, get help. If you, if you want something, go for it. This year has been great. You guys have been phenomenal. I pray for a great athletic season, but most of all, I pray that you guys find Jesus because he is why we're here. Thank you very much.